The innovators and inventors in our series that have brought their ideas to market have all shared that there is something they all have in common, a headwind of doubt and skepticism, and even the difficulty of immigrants finding their way in a new country that all push them to seek out new ideas and embrace innovations. Certainly the headwind for African-Americans seeking technological solutions could not have been greater, working at the height of the Jim Crow segregation era in the South and rampant racism in the North. Keith Holmes is the author of Black Inventors, Crafting 200 Years of Success, a book that includes innovator Garrett A. Morgan, the son of slaves. Garrett's granddaughter, Sandra Morgan, says that didn't stop him from trying to solve the problems facing his community and beyond. My grandfather was a man of a lot of ideas and a lot of ambition. And so as he was growing up, he always thought that he'd like to work with his head, not his hands. And he was a bold fellow that uh, gave it a try. Was the uh, the expectations at the time for people like your grandfather, African-Americans, um, a boon or uh, an inspiration for him to be bolder than he might have otherwise been? Well, I think that it was bigger than being African-American or looking to African-American innovation or invention. You know, at the time, my grandfather was, he was born in Kentucky, he was living in Kentucky and then later in Cincinnati, and he was really drawn to Cleveland or to Northeast Ohio because there was such a significant amount of business going on here and innovation. Remember, this is the time of Edison. This is the time of, you know, the railroads um, greatly expanding, automotive industry, and he simply wanted to be a part of the buzz. Keith, how did the characters that uh, you've written about reflect that sense of, here I can do anything? You know, it's it's the same thing that Sandra was saying, that the creative opportunities uh, the fact that they didn't let race become a factor in terms of their creativity. And with the explosion of the economy at that time, people saw an opportunity where if they came up with an idea, they had an opportunity to get some economic rewards from that. You know, most Americans who, who don't know much about their history could give you a list of innovators in America, and it would probably be Thomas Edison and Steve Jobs. People just don't know the broad uh, culture of innovators. Give us some names of people and stories that, uh, to you, typify the 200 years of success that you write about in your book. Well, we got to talk about Elijah McCoy, who came up with the automatic lubricator. You know, could you imagine riding on a train or a bus and the operator tells you, well, hold up one minute, we, we have to stop this train or bus, and somebody has to get out with a little oil can and oil all the different parts. Well, the d- invention that Elijah McCoy came up with eliminated that. Let's talk about McCoy for a second because his brilliant idea was people thought of the machine as there was the the pumping of the fuel that turned the gears and all of that Mm -hmm. and that the oil was something different. McCoy said, why can't it all be the same? Why can't you have an oil pump just like you have a fuel pump and why can't the the oil just sort of integrate itself with the uh, metal? And that's really conceptually exactly what innovation is about. And it's interesting you brought that point up because now we're talking about cars, we're talking about trains, we're talking about boats. All of these require some form of automatic lubrication as well as the machineries that were being run at that time. Which brings us to Garrett Morgan. Now, he developed a lot of things, but why don't you start uh, the list uh, of uh, inventions that uh, your grandfather was responsible for, Sandra? Well, my grandfather held five patents total. One is the Garrett Morgan Safety Hood which serves as the precursor to the modern-day gas mask. 
And what it incorporated was a, a carbon pack that allowed individuals to spend way more time in toxic environments because they were able to filter the air. The other most notable patent that you would probably recognize is the traffic signal. There were a number of traffic signals on the market. Most of them just said stop and go, which was problematic for a number of reasons. Number one, there was no protocol for the intersection. And number two, there were a, a number of people who at that time could not read. Part of his inspiration was there were so many different types of vehicles and individuals on the road at the time. And my grandfather, along with my father and my uncle John, uh, witnessed a horrific accident that my father talked about until the very end, until he passed away. And so it obviously had a significant impact on him as a child to see uh, an automobile hit a horse-drawn carriage, um, which resulted in grave injuries to a little girl. And as well, the, you know, the horse had to be put down right at the scene. It was pretty terrifying for him. And it was something that, that uh, really drove my grandfather to do something about it. Instead of tolerating those kinds of uh, mistakes and industrial errors, uh, innovators see it as a problem to be solved, and they solve the problem. What do you think the situation is like today in terms of uh, invention and uh, innovation? Is it an egalitarian uh, system in the United States? Is it uh, anybody who has a great idea gets ahead? In all honesty, I think that it's um, it's a double-edged sword. On the one hand, innovation has never been greater uh, because there's so many outlets and so many opportunities. The other side of that is that I think that uh, a lot of innovation has taken place uh, within corporate sectors and within within other business sectors, and so it's I think more difficult for independent inventors like my grandfather to invent, and if they come up with an idea, to bring that idea to the market. Keith, final thoughts on that? Uh, she's absolutely correct. I mean, in 2013, Japan alone had filed for 700,000 patents and inventions. In the United States, it's 500,000. But I think the opportunity is here more now than ever before, because when you have a situation such as the economy and, uh, and or war going on, that's the time for the greatest growth when it comes to technology. People are looking for a way to improve or they're looking to increase their income. So the opportunity here now is the best time for innovation, particularly here in the United States. Keith Holmes is the author of Black Inventors, Crafting Over 200 Years of Success. Thanks, Keith. Thank you. And Sandra Morgan is granddaughter of the inventor Garrett A. Morgan. Thanks so much, Sandra. Thank you.